Welcome to Rapidly Rotating Records, an hour of toe-tapping music from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s with yours truly, Glenn Robison. We've got dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more on everything from Aeolian to Xenophone and by everyone from Aronson to Zerky. On this evening's show, we're going to hear about Tacoma Capensis, we'll hear from some Russians, have a chemistry lesson, cool off, and join the crowd. Over the past several weeks, my wife has been working diligently in the backyard getting it ready for summer. Her efforts include cleaning up and repairing damage from Santa Ana winds, sewing chair covers, and planting flowers, herbs, and a vegetable garden. My contributions to the cause have been to build a base out of decorative concrete blocks for a water feature, buy a new fire pit, patio swing and chairs, haul potting soil, and one of the most difficult and frustrating tasks in the world, at least here in the alluvial fan at the base of the San Gabriel Mountains, digging a large hole, which, due to the ground around here being made up of claim jumper baked potato-sized rocks instead of actual soil, requires the use of a pickaxe. I'll feel better about it when we're out there in July enjoying cocktails around the fire pit and hosting outdoor movie nights. And why did I dig that hole? Well, to plant a Tacoma capensis, which fans of hummingbirds know as Cape Honeysuckle. All right, you're way ahead of me. Here's Bert Stock and his orchestra. Taking sips from your tasty lips Seems the honey barely drips 
There's a charming little tune written by Albert von Tilzer, Honeysuckle, performed by Prince's Orchestra, from Columbia A912, recorded in September of 1910. Last week we heard Leroy Montesanto with the Clico Club Eskimos in 1930, and we heard him again this week in the spring of 1927 with Al Friedman and his orchestra, singing Honeysuckle Lane. Honeysuckle Lane was written by Billy Rose, Mort Dixon, and Ray Henderson. The label of that record, Romeo 377, credits Lynn Cowan's Boulevard Theater Orchestra. There are dozens of recordings of Honeysuckle Rose, written by Andy Rizaf and Fats Waller, including several by Fats himself. The song was introduced as a soft-shoe dance number in the off-Broadway musical review Load of Coal, and the first recording of it was by Burt Stock and his orchestra, which started off that Honeysuckle set. The vocalist on that November 1929 Supertone 78 was Paul Dillon. I'm Glenn Robison, and you're listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. About a month ago, I mentioned that I have recordings of works by the relatively obscure 19th-century Russian composers Vasily Sergeyevich Kalinikov and Sergei Mikhailovich Lyapunov. That prompted listener Alan in New York to ask if the names of those two fellows are included in the fast-paced tongue-twister song Tchaikovsky and Other Russians, from the 1941 Broadway musical Lady in the Dark, where it was sung by Danny Kaye. Well, one of them is, and one is not, which is kind of surprising since the names rhyme. Anyway, listen closely and see if you can hear which one is mentioned. Tchaikovsky? I love Russian composers. There's Malachevsky, Rubenstein, Arensky, and Tchaikovsky, Sapelnikov, Dmitriev, Cherepnik, Rizhinovsky, Godovsky, Atobuchov, Moniusko, Akimenko, Solovie, Prokofie, Priyomkin, Goreschenko, there's Kinkla, Winkla, Bortniatsky, Rebekov, Indinsky, there's Metterbala, Kirov, Zola, Torev, and Kvoschitsky, and Sokolov, and Kopolov, Tukhelsky, and Kronovsky, and Shostakovich, Borat, Inglier, and Novakovsky, there's Lyadov, and Karganov, Markeyevich, Panchenko, and Darbimisky, Chervachevsky, Rabin, Vasilyenko, Stravinsky, Rimsky, Kosakov, Kuchorki, and Grechaninov, and Lazunov, and Cesar, Stravinsky and Gretchenov, Rumchinsky and Rafanov, Arilio to stop the subject has been brought to Panov, Tchaikovsky and other Russians, composed by Kurt Weil with the words by Ira Gershwin, who wrote them under the pen name Arthur Francis while a college student. It was adroitly sung there by Danny Kaye, who sang it in the 162 performances of the first run of Lady in the Dark which opened at the Alvin Theater on January 23, 1941. That recording was made five days after the premiere of the play on January 28th. So, were you able to hear which of my Russian composer friends was mentioned in the song? That's right, Kalinikov, at the end, right before Rachmaninoff. Now, speaking of Rachmaninoff, here's the Kasaloma Orchestra with their swinging rendition of Rachmaninoff's Prelude in C-sharp minor.
there you have Tchaikovsky and some other Russians. We started with the Kasoloma Orchestra and their August 13, 1939 rendition of Sergei Rachmaninoff's Prelude in C-sharp minor. The world premiere of Nikolai Rimsky-Korsakov's seven-scene opera Sadko took place on January 7, 1898, at the Solodivnikov Theater in Moscow. Scene four includes the aria Song of the Indian Guest, one of three descriptions by visiting foreign merchants the others being Viking and Venetian, of their respective homelands. There are a number of popular vintage recordings of the melody, but we heard Anson Weeks in his orchestra's December 7, 1933 version. Speaking of Rudy Wiedoft, he recorded Tchaikovsky's melody three times, once as a saxophone solo for Victor, which was not issued, and twice with piano accompaniment, with Frank Banta for Brunswick in February of 1926, and the recording we heard with Oscar Levant, recorded for Columbia in July of 1926. That's the sound of me breaking all the rules on this show with the record I'm about to play. One, because I love it, and two, in order to fulfill a request. I'm going to guess that most of you, after hearing Danny Kay sing Tchaikovsky and other Russians, were reminded of this other famous but more recent patter song. 
Now, if I may digress momentarily from the mainstream of this evening's symposium, I'd like to <laughs> sing a song which is completely pointless, but is something which I picked up during my career as a scientist. This may prove useful to some of you someday, perhaps, in a somewhat bizarre set of circumstances. It's simply the names of the chemical elements set to a possibly recognizable tune. Arsenic, aluminum, selenium, and hydrogen, and oxygen, and nitrogen, and rhenium, and nickel, neodymium, neptunium, germanium, and iron, americium, ruthenium, uranium, europium, zirconium, lutetium, vanadium, and lanthanum, and osmium, and astatine, and radium, and golden protactinium, and indium, and gallium, and iodine, and thorium, and thulium, and thallium. There's yttrium, ytterbium, actinium, rubidium, and boron, gadolinium, niobium, iridium, and strontium, and silicon, and silver, and samarium, and bismuth, chromium, lithium, beryllium, and barium. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> I knew you would. I hope you're all taking notes because there's going to be a short quiz next period. <laughs> there's holmium and helium and hafnium and erbium and phosphorus and francium and fluorine and terbium and manganese and mercury and lithium and magnesium dysprosium and scandium and cerium and cesium and lead praseodymium and platinum and plutonium palladium promethium potassium polonium and tantalum denesium titanium tellurium and cadmium and calcium and chromium and curium. There's sulfur, californium, and fermium, berkelium, and also mendelevium, einsteinium, nobelium, and arcocryptondium, radon, xenon, zinc, and rhodium, and chlorine, carbon, cobalt, copper, tungsten, tin, and sodium. These are the only ones of which the news has come to Harvard. And there may be many others, but they haven't been discovered. Recorded in March of 1959 in the Sanders Theater at Harvard University, where he was a lecturer in mathematics, that, of course, was Tom Lehrer, reciting the names of the chemical elements, the 102 known at the time, anyway, to the tune of the Major General's Song from the Pirates of Penzance by Gilbert and Sullivan. Now, in an effort to rein in the program back to the 1920s and 30s, here's a set of vintage records about some chemical elements. Oh, what a loving man 
We started that elemental set with the Six Black Diamonds, a pseudonym on the banner label for Billy James and his orchestra, and Copper Colored Sam from January 29, 1929. Next was Clarence Williams and his orchestra with Dick Robertson singing about Jimmy, who had a nickel and a sweetheart, at least until he lost the nickel. Jimmy Had a Nickel was written by Al Goodhart, Al Hoffman, and Maurice Sigler, and that record was made January 17, 1934. The element tin has the symbol SN because the Latin word for tin is stanum, and we finished the set with Tin Pan Parade. Von de Leith, Ford and Glenn, and Irving Kaufman all recorded it, but I specifically chose to play the Troubadour's December 15, 1927 version because it was sung by the Shannon Quartet, Louis James, Elliot Shaw, James Melton, and Wilford Glenn, and I wanted to remind you once again about the Revelers Project. Directed by Craig Phillips, founding member of the Grammy-nominated vocal quartet New York Polyphony, The Revelers Project is working to restore the musical legacy of The Revelers, the preeminent radio and recording quartet of the 1920s and 30s. Craig has restored a number of songs from over 500 of The Revelers' historic, unpublished arrangements, which were discovered in an attic in Reading, Connecticut in 2015, and his now pristine modern performance scores will be performed by a team of professional musicians during a two-day workshop in July at the National Opera Center in New York City called Reviving the Revelers, a pop music rescue mission. Funds are being raised to fully document the workshop and live stream the final performance on July 11th. I'm proud to be a contributor to the project and invite you to join me. Find out about The Revelers Project and Reviving the Revelers at the website revelersproject.com. I'm Glenn Robison, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records.
We're here each and every Sunday evening at 6 on Island Radio, FM 88.7, KISL Avalon, and KISLAvalon.com. This and all our previous shows are also available 24-7, on demand anytime at all online at RapidlyRotatingRecords.com. On this very day, May 6th, all the way back in 1851, Dr. John Gorey of Apalachicola, Florida, was granted the first patent for mechanical refrigeration. Dr. Gorey was an M.D., and his machine was initially designed to treat patients suffering from yellow fever. He also served as mayor of Apalachicola in 1837, and still today in town is the Gorey Museum and a statue of the good doctor. So, in honor of Dr. John Gorey and his refrigeration machine, what do you say we cool down with a couple of hot tunes?
with a nice piano solo in there by Carol Gibbons, who was also directing the Savoy Orpheans, I Need Some Cooling Off. And yes, you heard My Heart Stood Still in there as well. That recording will be having its 91st birthday in a couple of weeks on May 18th, and if it weren't an instrumental, the vocalist would be singing, I Need Some Cooling Off, How I Need Cooling Off. Can't Stop My Feet From Going to Burn Up. I know I'll go insane, no white man knows that strain. My toes get hot whenever they're turned up. You'll find it's never time to retire. I'm shouting now my temperature's higher. Fire! I'll heat that music crash until I burn to ash. Oh, how I need some cooling off. Before that, Nathan Glantz and his orchestra accredited on the label of that Oriole 78 as the Tennessee Happy Boys and Cool Down. The vocalist on that March 4, 1929 recording was Arthur Fields. Have a particular song or artist you'd like to hear on Rapidly Rotating Records? Well, you can send your requests and your comments about the show by email to glenn at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com or send cards or letters to Post Office Box 145, Claremont, California, 91711. That's Glenn, G-L-E-N-N, at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com or Post Office Box 145, Claremont, California, 91711. Here's something to contemplate. Just what constitutes a crowd? Well, if you're freight train hoppers huddled in the bathroom of a locomotive trying to avoid detection by the conductor, then it's true that three's a crowd. If you're interested, I'll tell you about that episode sometime. In the meantime, here's Elmer Feldkamp. Someone else is clover, 
happiness for two you found And I'm the one left over We can still be friends, you say Yet I wouldn't care to stay I would just be in the way Cause three's a crowd
but the crowd goes home I always go home alone Oh, that kiss on the way back home That's something I've never known I envy the others who have love affairs Who go out in couples and come home in pairs When the rest of the crowd goes home I always go home alone
wow, there are a lot of people who are lonely even though they're surrounded by a crowd. The first was Elliot Shaw, who has gotten his fair share of airplay the last couple of weeks. That was Jacques Renard and his Coconut Grove Orchestra with Lonely in a Crowd. Billy Rose wrote the words, Jesse Greer the music, and Victor recorded it, not in Los Angeles, but in New York, on November 21, 1927. Next, Dick Robertson told us about how when the rest of the crowd goes home, he always goes home alone. Aww. Backing Dick on that November 2, 1931 Columbia recording was Ben Selvin and his orchestra. When the Rest of the Crowd Goes Home was composed by Joe Burke with the lyrics by Al Dubin. George Olson and his music wrapped things up with Mrs. George Olson, Ethel Chute, lamenting I'm so alone with the crowd. That was recorded in Victor's New York Studio One on April 14, 1932, and issued as catalog number 22994. I'm So Alone with the Crowd, subtitled The Gang Song, why I don't know, was written by Jack Little and Joe Young. We begin that crowded set with Elmer Feldkamp, declaring that three's a crowd. Three's a Crowd was written by Irving Kale, Al Dubin, and Harry Warren, and was first heard in the first national picture, Crooner, where it was sung by David Manners. That Crown 78 was made in August of 1932. I'm Glenn Robison, and you've been listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. I hope you'll click in or tune in again next week, and as always, I thank you for your very kind attention. (laughs) ¶¶